The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Coast to coast. All right, our trace of C2C on a pain-free Friday. Let's bring in Mafia, Brian Siano, to talk the fight game. All right, Moth, I want to start with uh, Batirbiev. He's got a huge fight uh, tomorrow. I don't think people realize, I'm certain of it. This guy's got three light heavy belts. He's mm-hmm. undefeated. He's knocked out every single guy he's fought. 18, 18, all knockouts. Um, he's old. People say he's too old. Mean he's 38. Meanwhile, uh, some people believe that he's actually getting better with age. Uh, he destroyed the last two guys he fought. Uh, I know Brown was one of them, right? Uh, and then Joe Smith was the other one. Uh, he knocked them both right. out. I mean, he beat Brown like a rented mule. The guy was on one knee begging the ref to stop the fight. I've seen this guy in a fight almost bleed out Batirbiev. We had a cut so bad over his eye, gushing blood all over his face. And, you know, most fighters, it'll, you know, affect them, the stinging in the eyes. This guy was, he's like an animal. It didn't even, uh, he didn't blink. He just was like, they said in his corner, he didn't care about fixing it. He's like, just don't touch me. Get out of my way. He is a savage, this guy. And he gets, no juice whatsoever. None at all, ever. No one says anything about him. He's a badass. He absolutely is. And maybe it's because he, you know, took a while to get to the professional ranks, fighting in multiple Olympics, uh, you know, coming out of Russia, the Chechnyan, devout Muslim that he is. Like you said that Brown fight, that was like the fourth round he got cut. So first time anybody had ever cut him, like you said, another five rounds, just gushing blood, got over him, his opponent, the ref, the ring, he didn't care. Finished him, knocked the guy out five rounds later. And, you know, the, the one after that, he just is even quicker. Joe Smith, he, I think it was like the first or second round. Usually he's kind of a slow starter and then gets stronger as the fight goes on. Like you said, 18-0, and 0, 18 KOs. Now his opponent's no joke as far as record goes. You know, he's got 22 wins. Most of those are by KO himself. But nobody wants to fight better be of. You know, this guy who's now going uh, Canadian national now, People are avoiding him. You don't fight him unless you have to, you know, is what his trainer is saying. And now this guy has to. He's the mandatory challenger. He says, all right, so I'll take you on. It's happening Saturday. People can check it out at uh, 3 o'clock, I think, on ESPN+. Plus. So you got a chance. To, you don't have to go buy a big pay-per-view to, you know, to see if what we're saying is true. Go watch this guy fight. It's going to be a you know, good fight. He's exciting. And hopefully, you know, he does what he needs to do in this one, gets the win, and we see him versus Bivol to unite those titles at light heavyweight coming up later this year. He's minus 700, so not fun to bet on. Minus 350 by KO, TKO, DQ, you know, because of obviously he does that every fight. So I think yeah, the minus 110, it's seven rounds or more, because as we said, most times a slow starter, I think that's where the, uh, the decent money is, unless you want to try to go, you know, him in like five through eight or nine through 12. Then you can get plus money, but those ones a little harder to nail down. Uh, I like those bets better that you're talking about for sure. All right, uh, Bare Knuckle Fighting's got some action going on. Yeah, tonight you get actually for free. Usually it's you know pretty damn cheap. It's a nice deal. They're five dollars a month. You get all their cards each. You know every I think they have six coming up in the next three months. But this one free first time they were fighting down in South Carolina. Just became legal there at the end of last year. Fighting in Myrtle Beach. 
I'm a little jealous I'm not down there at my in-laws condo just hitting the golf clubs and fighting and watching some blood sport but they're going on tonight starts at eight o'clock like I said download the app create the account you can watch it for free uh, it's got a great battle here between Slavesky and Sedano at Walter where these guys both undefeated different styles one guy's more of a uh, you know decision grind it out use out length the other guy's more of power puncher coming in there trying to take your head off he has three KOs and four wins in the BKFC so it's going to be very interesting to see these guys the card is loaded with a lot of uh, fighters from down in the area that fight in South Carolina because there is a big MMA scene down there so they brought a lot of them over to fight for the BKFC it's going to be awesome it's going to be free check it out 8 o'clock tonight we welcome all of our radio affiliates Sirius XM channel 159 Sports Byline USA it's coast to coast on a Friday on Sports Grid TV and I have to bring up uh, usually I'm talking about Conor McGregor being accused of rape and choking women allegedly and trying to drown them on a boat but now I'm actually talking about this guy getting run over today by a car while he was training on his bike. Yeah, and uh, first, guy, before we jump into that, I also forgot to say, if you don't want to, if you're too lazy to download the app, Keep it on sports because you're going to have live look-ins at that BKFC card all night. I know Gabe and Cam are going to start at 8 o'clock. It's going to continue through oh. IGL. So you can check it out on sports as well, live look-ins at the BKFC 35. But, yeah, Conor McGregor uh, put out this big post. I actually, you know, he said that I could have died. Apparently a car was coming around a curve as he was riding his bike getting some exercise in. Didn't see him coming around the curve because there was a glare from the sun and, you know, bumped him, knocked him down. I don't know. You know Conor. He's very histrionic. I mean, he, he didn't seem like he had a lot of, you know, Action on him, no big scars, cuts, bruises, not not gushing blood in his video. The bike is a little banged up, but you know, then he has a video of the guy driving him home, so it couldn't have been that bad. It's not like the guy went to the hospital, although he's acting like he almost died. But of course, with Conor McGregor, everything he does is going to be just ridiculous and huge and over the top. Is he going to coach Ultimate Fighter again with Tony Ferguson? That's been a talk between both of them. Tony Ferguson said that he was offered to coach Tough, and that you know he could fight, you know, pick anybody he wanted as the other coach, which. I don't believe the UFC doesn't let fighters pick what they want. But one of the names that he brought up that apparently, you know, Conor McGregor said that he's been talked to about it. He made some posts about the first time he coached. Of course, he did against Faber back when, uh, you know, they were going back and forth sniping at each other. He eventually didn't fight Faber. He fought Aldo instead. But that was when he was telling Faber, you know, that, uh, you know, his boy, the TJ Dillashaw was a snake in the grass. You better watch out for him as Dillashaw was a champ. And then, you know, like less than six months later, Dillashaw leaves and starts his own camp, hates everybody there. But uh, apparently they might be fighting each other, which would be smart because Connor needs a rebound fight. Uh, Tony Ferguson loses to everybody. All right. Awesome mafia. Watch the bare knuckle tonight. Live look ins on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than a life policy. It's about the promise and the responsibility that comes with being a new parent. Being there day and night and building a plan for tomorrow, today. For the ones you'll always look out for, trust Amica Life Insurance. Amica, empathy is our best policy. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot. For the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. He 
know, uh, first bet uh, for any new NBA customers at BetMGM is $1,000 risk-free, baby. You're good to go. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. If you like betting the NBA and you're not betting on BetMGM, then you're not going to get that $1,000 free play, Romeo. So catch up. Stay focused. Absolutely. Plenty of good games tonight to get involved with as well. Uh, Raptors, Warriors on the left coast. All right, I have other hockey games for you before we close the book on that for tonight. The Devils are in Dallas against the Stars tonight. Stars minus 160. Getting the Devils on the road at plus 135 where they usually play pretty well. Flat six is the total here. Yeah, until I bet on him last night in Nashville and lost 6-4 yes. and lost my money. So uh, I'll tell you what, I love Dallas tonight because uh, I think their goalie's a badass, and that price is delicious compared to all these other crappy lines they put out. So if all I got to do is go for it with one of the top five teams in the NHL at home with the better goalie, I'll lay a buck forty-five. You mentioned uh, last night we talked about Calgary. They lost at home to Chicago tonight. They are at the climate against the Kraken in Seattle. Kraken minus 120, Flames plus 100, flat six the total year. I like the over. I'm down with that, and I um, I mean, I'm with it. I'm with you on that. I mean, not down. As in, I'm down with it as in a good way. So, you know, I'm on Seattle, as I said earlier. Calgary looked terrible. Uh, in two games yeah. this week, they looked terrible. Now watch, they'll beat me tonight when I bet on Seattle in uh, the Pacific Northwest. But I really do like the crack, and I got it at minus about 15, and I put it up this morning. Uh, listen, just so we're clear, 28 wins. The best expansion team ever was Vegas with 93 points. They went to the Stanley Cup final and lost to Obi in the Capitals. We all remember Vegas expansion year one. This team right now is on pace for 106 points. I told you uh, this week at some point, I think that they have potential, potential to possibly make it to, I think, the Western semis or the Western Conference final. The reason they're so good, and Mike knows this, Mike's a hockey expert, is that speed kills. Uh, If you're... Look at the two fastest teams in the NHL this year. It's clearly the Devils and the, and the Seattle Kraken, correct? I mean, without a doubt, uh, they're the two fastest teams in the NHL. Look at their records. That's end of story right there. The reason they're so good is because they skate by everyone so fast and create two-on-ones and three-on-twos and opportunities. Speed kills. The Penguins won all their Stanley Cups with talent and speed, whether it was Lemieux and Yager or whether it was – uh, Malkin and Crosby in their prime and then having Flurry and Murray in their prime and speed with Hagelin and all the guys, even uh, Phil Kessel's cousin, our boy, uh, he was a sniper. Hornquist, they had all this speed and talent. And I think the Kraken and Devils are the two fastest teams in the NHL. Uh, we told you the other day, and I still stand by it, if you could still get the Kraken 12-1 to 1 to win the West... Uh, that's that's a real nice number. Uh, same thing with the Stars at 6-1. to one. And finally tonight, two bad teams. The Hairdryer City game of the night. Columbus coming off a win in Edmonton in Vancouver to take on the Canucks. They're 1-1 one one since Tockett took the job. They got whacked in Seattle the other night. Vancouver minus 185. Columbus plus a buck 50. We got ourselves a 7 tonight, Scotty. A flat 7 for the total in Vancouver. How about that? Yeah, I'm on the under. Both these teams are hair dryer city. <laughs> I, I actually one, minus minus one thirty to that under. I like it too. That's I, that's I actually think the black uh, the Blue Jackets are going to beat them because uh, they, yeah. look what they did the other night. No one saw that coming um, a mile away. So Vancouver's awful, and if yeah. Columbus got some kind of confidence in their last two games out on this trip, and Johnny Hockey. Uh, Goudreau and all this other nonsense. If they get a little momentum going here on this trip, you know, teams do well on trips. And once they get going and winning, they usually uh, keep doing it until they go home. And then they go home and screw it up. I kind of like them a little upset tonight at a buck and a half. Remember, they didn't play poorly in Calgary earlier in the week either in that return game. They lost in overtime to Calgary. 
beat Edmonton in overtime. So they have played well this week uh, on this Western Canadian road trip that they are on right now. I can get in on the Jackets too. All right, college rack. Before we get to last night and a few games tonight and the weekend, uh, Billy Packer, Scotty, uh, legendary college basketball announcer, passed away uh, yesterday at the age of 82, called the Final Four from, I believe, the late 70s until 2008. Uh, one of the guys you absolutely recognize with college basketball. I know I did in my youth. Uh, sad to see Billy Packer pass away, Scotty. Yeah, you know, uh, the governor was really uh, close with Billy yeah. and knew him very well. And, um, you know, obviously Billy had quite the reputation for being a D uh, yes. in media circles that he was not easy to uh, get along with. But I'll say this about him. My man knew basketball upside down, inside out. And my man was a uh, gym rat lifer. I mean, a basketball savant lifer. And uh, I respect anyone that gives their entire life and livelihood to um, something of significance to them like basketball. Like if that's your thing and that's all you care about, that's all that guy did. He did nothing else except basketball. And I respected his genius. I thought he was brilliant uh, basketball announcer. And I just know that he was a painful guy to deal with. But uh, I respect him so much as a, a basketball savant and, a, and an announcer uh, that it doesn't matter to me. Like I've met a million people that are super ultra talented at what they do that can be uh, difficult or be a D or be a prima donna or be this or that or a narcissist. I've, I've met everyone. I've met them all. Uh, but that guy was great at what he did, and he loved the game. Yeah, some great tweets from the governor, uh, Tim Brando, if you want to go look at him about him and Packer. Uh, I thought that they were excellent, too. Uh, FAU beat Middle Tennessee last night. Michigan State beat Iowa. Purdue beat Michigan by five. Some people had four and a half. Some people had five and a half. Depends where Same you Same with that other game. Michigan State didn't cover. <laughs> that was two and a hook. Yeah, I know. That was two and a hook also. UCLA had a 12-point lead at the half against USC, and then they completely went in the tank in the second half. USC didn't miss a shot. They ended up winning the game by 13. Uh, unbelievable. It really was. Uh, listen, I was down big in that game. As you know, I had FAU and USC on a yeah. teaser, and I hit both ends of it. FAU means business. They smoked at home in Boca, and I had yes. them down to five and a half. What a joke. And then I had... USC up to nine, and they got it done for me. So I keep hitting these college basketball games. I even hit LMU last night, minus the five and a hook. And I've been on fire hitting choice prime meat games out west. It's all on the west side, Carver High. Yeah, I had a nice uh, bite with Washington Live. Uh, they beat oh. Arizona State in overtime last night. They oh. got down 12. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. On whoa, whoa. Time out. We yeah. got six. Did you remember? You don't got did many. you see the did you see the <laughs> bad ahead. beat in Pullman? Uh, yes, I no did. No time left. I saw. Kid misses oh, the free God. throw, up eight. The ball hits yeah. the rim, flies out to like past the perimeter. Guy catches the ball, throws it down the court. My man catches, heaves at the buzzer, points. Yep. Count it three. They lose by five. The hook covers. That's twice that the yeah. Cougs have covered. One time they beat them and uh, in Tucson, and now they covered against them in Pullman but lost. Uh, light night here. St. Louis and Davidson. I even gave you a MAC game. Iona and Siena tonight uh, upstate. Buffalo and Kent. Air Force and New Mexico, the late night Mountain West game. For LNAbench.com, I'm riding a Kent State tease down with Siena up to 11 at home in Albany. Iona and Siena, same record. It's going to be a good game tonight in the uh, uh, capital, the New York capital. Did you know Albany was the capital? SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. 
all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than a life policy. It's about the promise and the responsibility that comes with being a new parent. Being there day and night. And building a plan for tomorrow, today. For the ones you'll always look out for, trust Amica Life Insurance. Amica. Empathy is our best policy. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Proves when I say it's time to bust a cap in your ass. It's a double shot of Adam Kaplan, our NFL insider, on a Forellavision Friday styling. I want to start with uh, this Rams new offensive coordinator because I, I before you get going, just let me say this. Now this guy, Lafleur, right? Was he not just yep. like you know allegedly hired because he's this? vaunted West Coast offense guy and it's so you know innovative ahead of his time well where the F was that in New York there was how about there was a East Coast no West Coast offense there was absolutely nothing special at all about the play calling of the Jets and maybe that's because their quarterbacks are awful I don't think their receivers are awful, but it, it, so They're it's not. the quarterback's fault that that Mike LaFleur, he had his own receiver saying he sucks at his job, but now he gets the job of Sean McVay, and here we go again with Sean McVay's assistants being tab geniuses. I have had enough of it, honestly. This guy right, is let, awful let, in let, New York. Awful. Yeah, so, so we talked about this two or three weeks ago. When he left the Jets, I told you he probably will end up in L.A. if, if Sean McVay stays, and he did, and Michael Floor is there, Matt's younger brother. Uh, they know each other through uh, Matt. And look, here's the deal, though. Sean McVay is calling the plays. That's never going to change. He's not giving a play calling. Liam Cohen, this is interesting. Liam Cohen, who's going back to Kentucky for the second time to call plays. And as you made a good point off camera. The, these coach, college coaches now, particularly high-level assistants like Cohen, who's going to be the offense coordinator for the second time, uh, replacing Rick, Rich Scangarello, who's also been in the NFL, these guys paid a, get paid a lot of money, and he'll call plays in Kentucky, whereas it, with the Rams, he would not, which gives him leverage to get more money. But the thing with the Jets is this. They're not winning anything until they straighten out the quarterback situation. Yeah, they're good at receiver. Yeah, they're good at tight end. Good, Very good defense, by the way. Great rookie classes, you and I knew, as soon as they were drafted in, in May when we were out, out in Las Vegas for the draft. But right. until the Jets get it right at quarterback, they're going nowhere. Fair enough. So will this guy be successful in L.A. with a team uh, that is literally handcuffed? They paid for that title, and they were so awful this year. And then I can't even believe he wanted to go back with what they're not able to do. I mean, where is all this success going to come from when they can't spend any money and they're handcuffed like they are? And by the way, and, and I talked to some coaches who thought of calling McVay before uh, this kind of happened. Their concern was because McVay might go into television. That Amazon situation last year, I'm told, was real. They really wanted him. He had he he thought about it. He decided to come back last year, and he, he's coming back this year. So if if you're Mike Lafleur, who by the way is being paid by the Jets because his contract has an offset. What kind of security do you have? And he has to think about that. And a lot of coaches, like with with Nathaniel Hackett, we, we talked about this yesterday. Nathaniel Hackett is being paid right now by the Broncos, okay? He's got a major contract that he still has to be paid in millions. 
he has to be feel pretty good that he's not going to get fired with that staff this year if they don't get it right. Because that's why there's so many coordinator jobs open, Pharrell, because there's situations where the coaches that are available are concerned about job security. What like if you go to Washington with that situation, you got the unstable ownership, right? You've got a situation. Nobody knows that Ron Rivera will be back for the 24 season. Yes, he's definitely the head coach now, and he's got personnel control. Who knows if Rivera will last past the season? They don't know who the quarterback's going to be this fall. Yeah, it's Sam Howell by default to go into the spring, but they don't know he's going to start this fall. That's why, for all, so many jobs are open because there's so much uncertainty in terms of the status of these staffs for 2024. Uh, let me ask you a question because you know more than me about everything. Uh, inside the NFL, right? Like, so that deal at Amazon, and now, because I'm not that clever, uh, Herb Street got that job with Al Michaels. Am I, am I crazy? Because I, my question would be, if McVeigh doesn't want it, is that what Herb Street got? And if you were uh, Amazon, would you go after Greg Olson because they're going to replace him with Tom Brady no matter what if Brady decides to uh, go to the booth? Because... A lot of people that I'm hearing in my circles think that Greg has done a fantastic job with Burkhardt and that he's going to get shafted. And what they're going to do is Fox will play like we're paying him a lot of money. We'll just move him down to the number two game. Uh, You know, that doesn't sound appealing to me to be fiddled like that with by the network when other people might think he's very valuable. Yeah, I, I'm, Greg obviously knows about the Brady situation going to Fox. And with the money they're paying paying Brady, he has to be on the number one team when he decides to retire. And, of course, Brady's still deciding what he wants to do at 46 years old, whether he wants to play or not. But Olsen's done an unbelievable job. In fact, when I was at ESPN, I was there for his first audition. He Talk about a natural television. He's phenomenal with, with uh, Kevin Burkhardt. I would agree with you there. Now, getting back to the Amazon situation, uh, coaches who I spoke to, after the previous season, after the 21 season, when they won the Super Bowl, Sean was telling people he wasn't sure what he was going to do. Because I remember at the Super Bowl in L.A., there were significant rumors with, with, with coaches around the league that McVay might leave. Now, he decided not to. And again, now this year, he was really upfront about it. He didn't hide it. It wasn't about Amazon. It was just have, doing something in television. And he decided to come back. And now he's got he, – by the way, he removed, he, he's moved on for a lot of coaches this year. A ton of coaches have not been retained. So there's going to be a lot of change with the staff. And remember now, Matthew Stafford will be playing. He's coming back from his neck surgery. Excuse me, not, neck injury, not surgery. Here's a little uh, inside skinny from the network for you folks. At the Super Bowl last year, while Adam Kaplan was out breaking stories on a consistent basis 24 hours a day, Carver High and I and Mafia were at Tom's Watch Bar getting hammered, gambling on games, and eating nachos with beef brisket on top and spicy sauce with uh, jalapenos. While Adam was breaking stories, we were breaking beers and crushing beers. <laughs> Are we allowed? No? Move on? Okay. Time to talk about the uh, AFC uh, Championship yeah, game man. Intel as we head into the game at, uh, of course, Burrowhead. This is incredible. I, I know you follow stuff, obviously, religiously for what, what we do here in Sports Grid, but how about the Chiefs now, right? They open up as a one-point favorite. The Bengals went as high as a two-and-a-half-point favorite. The Chiefs were back to one-point favorite. Now they're one-and-a-half. It's clearly because of Mahomes. There's no question about it. And I understand. I understand that odds makers, if there's heavy action on one side, they want to get action on the other side, so they'll move it. But Obviously, Mahomes being healthy has a lot to do with this. In fact, Andy Reid said today, quote, he looks good. He's moving around good. Andy would know. Andy's been very – fact, covering this coach for, for a couple of decades here, Andy's very honest about injuries. Now, you and I know it's a high ankle sprain. Even if it's mild, which I believe it to be, there's no way he's going to be normal in this game. He might be fairly close, but the thing is he's got to stick that right foot in the ground and push off of it. That's the power leg. And the, the, another thing that surprises me, about this is the total actually went up a half point. It opened up at 47 and a half. I'm not sure why they would think it would go up. Now, maybe again, it's because of Mahomes and their history. The Chiefs and Bengals will put up massive points in those three matchups where Joe Burrow is three and oh. So that's, that's one thing to keep an eye on. And by the way, the weather, we should note this, no precip expected low twenties, very little wind. You could throw in low 20 degree weather. That will not be a problem for either team. 
possible flurries and it'll feel like 18 for that game, which will be Nipsey Russell. Uh, I got to ask you, do you believe that he could take two hard hits down low uh, sacks uh, in this game and get up and walk normal? It'll be hard. It'll be hard because that's the leg he's got to push off of. That left is a plant leg. That's going to be hard. I, I Look, the thing that is interesting, he took all of his reps every day, even Wednesday, Pharrell, even Wednesday, which is the first day of practice. That was surprising. And as he said earlier this week, he felt and he did more than he expected to. So that's a good sign. But you and I have said this all week. I, I didn't care whether he had the injury or not in terms of who I, I'm going to pick to win the game. I got the Bengals winning the game outright. I felt that all week. I'm not changing. We saw what happened last year. Now, last year, as you know, the Chiefs dominated that first half at home in the championship game against the Bengals. And for some reason, he played poorly in that second half. No one could figure it out. But this game here, the Bengals are the hottest team right now in the National Football League other than the Niners. They're playing outstanding football. And the Bengals right now are just clearly the better team to me. I do think it'll be tight, but I'm I'm going with the Bengals here. Yeah, and I I think the Bengals have actually, in my view, played uh, better. I know the Niners have had the 13, 14-game run and the Bengals 11, whatever it is. But I got to tell you, I thought the Bengals beat better players in that stretch than the Niners did. I thought the Niners' schedule was easier. I thought they had weak-ass games that were a piece of cake for them where they're putting up 40 points plus. So this is no walk in the park for them. We'll get into that game later. So what's the deal with Kelsey? Uh, and others, oh. Hardman's going to miss again. Yeah, Hardman is more to the doubtful side than questionable with a pelvis injury. He did get some work in this week. Canary Tony is the guy who's been filling in for him. Now, this is surprising. Travis Kelsey took all his reps all week, including today, but they added him to the injury report with a back injury after practice. I cannot imagine he would miss this game. Considering he looked, he, he, he did everything he's supposed to do today. So I'd be shocked if he missed. And also, Justin Watson is their fourth receiver, but their shot play receiver. He's got an illness. He should play. Nick Bolton, one of their starting linebackers, he's got an ankle injury. He will play. We'll talk more about the Bengals when we come back, but we're going to keep an eye on Kelsey here, but I'd be shocked if he missed this game. And again, he took all his reps today. So uh, we'll hit the Bengals side, like Adam said, and what their injuries are still problematic up front. Uh, We'll cut through all of that cheese, and then we'll get – to the Niners and Eagles. As you know, Adam's completely on the take for the SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than a life policy. It's about the promise and the responsibility that comes with being a new parent. Being there day and night. And building a plan for tomorrow, today. For the ones you'll always look out for, trust Amica Life Insurance. Amica. Empathy is our best policy. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. All right, Adam Kaplan, our NFL insider, continues on here with a bevy of skinny going into the championship games on Sunday. Let's keep on the Bengals-Chiefs game and give me the Cincinnati updates. 
All right, so the second week in a row, they're going to have the same offensive line. The, the two guys who filled in last week uh, will start again. Jackson Carmen's been a great story out of Clemson. He played guard last year, six games. He started his final season at Clemson all at left tackle. So it's not like he hasn't played left tackle before. He's going to start again for Jonah Williams. He's out with a left kneecap dislocation. Their hope is in two weeks, if they if they win this week, that he could potentially be available for the Super Bowl. Uh, Lyle Collins obviously is done for the season with his ACL injury. Akeem Adenji's done a really good job at right tackle. He started guard in the Super Bowl last year. This is guy's been a good story, showing the versatility to play two positions. And Max Sharping will start again for a second straight week at right guard for Alex Kappa, who's out with the ankle injury. Sharping was claimed off waivers from the Texans, and they're down to the nitty-gritty here. They cannot afford anyone else to be hurt, but let's give these guys credit. These guys blew me away in that win against Buffalo. They handled them very well. In fact, yes, Burrow got hit eight times, but they only gave one sack. Considering these guys just started together for the first time, they were terrific. And what you're going to see in this game, because the Chiefs have a much better pass rush, lots of three- and five-step drops. This game will be harder in our head. There's no question about it. They've got a much better front than Chiefs do. This is going to be a harder matchup for Burrow. I get the line has moved now to the Chiefs at one and a half, but you and I have talked about this all week. You and I have worn the same ad here. The Bengals are playing much better football than the Chiefs right now. And also, this is another injury note. This one's important. Hayden Hurst, who scored last week, had a great game, uh, who, who's a veteran tight end. You might remember former first-rounder for the Ravens. He had a calf right. injury, which caused him to miss three games. He's going to play. Dick Gaulle's reps today. He's had at least four catches in, in five out of his last six games, and and again, where throwing is going to matter, if, you, if you're if you into DFS, this is a guy you should look at. Again, he's done pretty well lately. So uh, here's the deal. Burrow throws the ball in under three seconds, better than anyone in the NFL. Uh, he's the new Brady when it comes to getting rid of the ball quick. Second of all, Chase, uh, this, this team, Kansas City, is the worst in the league at stopping number ones. The top receiver on every team in the league had lunch on the Chiefs secondary. I mean, they ate them alive. Every guy in the league was over a buck 20 and a touchdown. Chase has owned them. He'll do it again. The Chiefs secondary is bunk. Yeah, they play a ton of, they're going to play a ton of coverage, a lot of zone defense, a lot of cover too. Uh, tight ends also could do well. Chase, look, the thing though last week was, and I don't think it was weather related. It's just because of their offensive line. They didn't, they didn't take a lot of shot plays. This should be a pretty high-scoring game. Uh, now, again, we just don't know if Mahomes will be his normal self. There's no way to know that. But he's well ahead of where he probably would normally be with this injury. That's a great sign and looking for a great game. But, again, I think you and I are calling this correctly. The Bengals are going to somehow come out of that game with a win. As we all know, uh, Adam Kaplan wears Eagles underwear to bed at night. And he is completely homerized milk toast when it comes to who he roots for. Much like Pharrell and the Steelers, here he is now bringing out his Eagles helmet. That was Nick Foles' Super Bowl winning helmet right there. I know you get yeah. a lot of friends there in the organization. He does the Eagles <laughs> pregame show from a casino. Uh, he's getting paid to say nice things about them. You'll see here as he continues his track toward an Eagles Super Bowl trip with an easy win over the Niners with his reporting from this point forward on the show. My man, now, first of all, you and I were together yesterday. We were together Monday. We both said we we expect the Eagles to win. Now, I feel this would be a highly competitive game. This is the best game of the two. And the Eagles got good news. You asked me about Avanti Maddox yesterday. And I told you, let's see what happens after Thursday's practice, how he feels today. Well, he took all of his normal reps today. He's going to play. The question is, how's his conditioning? He's got a toe injury. It's been over four weeks that he had this, but he's feeling good. He's going to play. In fact, everyone Pharrell on their 53-man roster is going to be available. Lane Johnson got through practice well this week, coming back from his injury, as you know, from the torn adductor tendon. He's going to have surgery when the Eagles are done playing. And I give Lane Johnson all the credit in the world. I cannot believe what he did last week. Did not give up a quarterback pressure. He was unbelievable. But what you're going to see in this game, though, Pharrell, is you're going to see Nick Bosa a lot on his side, on the right side. And Lane's going to have to show he can bend because this guy is the best edge rusher in the National Football League, as a veteran offensive line coach told me over the last two weeks. This is a guy you don't want to face, but he's going to have to face him. And don't forget the Niners have two of the tallest and, and, and most explosive D-tackles in the league. Uh, 
Ken Law, who's terrific, a former first rounder, he's off the injury report. He's had a problem with a knee. And Eric Armstead is six foot seven. Chip Kelly coached him in Oregon. He's terrific. This is a great matchup. The Eagles, the best offensive line in football, and the Niners, one of the best D lines in football. Now, the other thing is, can you run against the Niners? Just looking into this, I know the Niners have the number one run defense, but you kind of alluded to it earlier. If you look at their schedule, which great running backs have they faced? The best guy that they face is Josh Jacobs, who scored against them, averaged about four yards per carry. Now, the Eagles, they will run the football, but they're more of a passing team. The weather is going to be fine. High 40s right now. Rain should hold off. Very little wind. The Eagles typically, more often than not, they come out throwing, and I expect them to do that in this game. And again, the big story, though, for the Eagles, slot corner, Avante Maddox, going to play. The only question is, can he take all of his normal snaps in the game? But the fact of the matter is, there were some serious questions to start the week, whether he'd be available to play, and he got cleared medically to play, and that's big news for the Eagles. Well, listen, it makes him even tougher to move Gardner Johnson to the safety and have this guy Maddox at corner. They're even tougher. And they already have the best secondary in the NFL. Let me tell you something else they got. You've been telling me about the Niners pass rush, and it is fantastic. Except the Eagles uh, pass rush is better. Uh, It's four across. Uh, This guy Hargrave is an absolute monster who pushes people down on their ass and he steps on their face. And then he sacks a quarterback with his big fat ass rolling across the guy's chin and his elbow right to the guy's neck as he's falling off of him. My man throws the people's elbow. The Eagles are going to torture this kid. I mean, he's going to be, you know, all those pictures he took with his mommy and Santa Clara and his daddy and all the happiness and TikTok. You know what he's going to have on uh, Sunday, don't you? They're going to put a bandage around his head when the game's over because he's going to be so battered. He's going to need a shrink and a doctor. Philly's defense this rules. The separation of this game is clear of the two quarterbacks. And by the way, Jalen Hurts took all of her reps. He came out of the game really well. I told you last Friday. Eagles will be RPO-centric. They did that. It starts with the run game. In fact, week two last year, week two last year, right, the Niners came in and went, won 17-11. A lot has changed since then. 15 new starters combined for both teams. Hurts ran well. He had 80 yards in that game. That's the one thing you're going to see with the run game. It's going to be Hurts and the RPOs. I get it. Fred Warner, best off-the-ball linebacker in football. Warner told me when he was drafted he'd never played middle linebacker in his life. He's the best middle linebacker in football. He's phenomenal. It's going to be hard for the Eagles to run, but it won't be super hard to pass. The Niners struggle against big physical receivers, I was told. A.J. Brown, if you like him in DFS, this is a guy you keep an eye on. He's going to have a big game. In fact, he had a very quiet game last week. He was very vocal about it. I expect him to bounce back, and he's going to catch a couple shot plays against them. I don't believe Goddard will have a huge game. And I bet on him last week on the over because I knew he'd have a huge game. But this guy Warner's not having it. Their their linebackers are so good against uh, tight ends. It's not even funny. But let me say this. The Mitchell groin is a concern for me because, A, I think he's kind of a badass. And I thought his role was predicated on the fact that McCaffrey's got this calf. So they didn't run McCaffrey very much at all. They were throwing little underneath pops to him, and he was causing his damage after catch, which is what he's so great at. So this guy, I don't trust McCaffrey running the ball with a bad leg. And now you're telling me that Mitchell's got a groin problem, and you're talking about all these third and fourth stringers that I've never heard of that you're going to play in this game. I am telling you, the Niners are not running the ball at all against that front four. I mean, that front four is like the 85 Bears. I mean, how in God's name does no one recognize the fact that they had like 60 sacks between the four of them? They dominated the NFL. It's This is embarrassing. So all your running backs are injured. You're playing some kid from Hamtramck Tech's going to come in and run against the Eagles? My effing ass. Elijah Mitchell, by the way. Uh as of this hour, I'm told they're pretty optimistic, though he did, didn't do very much at all this week, will be able to play. He's their number two running back. In fact, he actually, when they get a lead, is their closer, not McCaffrey, which is interesting. And he was their starting running back before the trade to start the season, but he he had two stints on IR. Uh, but they, they're optimistic that he'll be able to play. And Jordan Mason was a really good story. He made the team as an undrafted free agent. He's their third-string quarterback, th- third-string running back, more or less. Ty Davis-Price also is there. Then don't forget, don't forget, uh, they've got the ageless Tevin Coleman, who was with head coach 
Kyle Shanahan many years ago in Atlanta if they want to add him off the practice squad. By the way, the deadline to do that is tomorrow at 4 p.m. Eastern. But McCaffrey's fine, I'm told. It's just a very light bruise, and he, he looked good today. They just wanted to be careful because, as you know, with calf injuries, they're tricky, but they fully expect him to go. And the one thing you can do against the Eagles linebackers, you could run against them in the passing game, get them out in space and run upfield. The Eagles do not cover running backs well out of the backfield, but for some reason, teams don't do it a lot. I have no idea why. Okay, let me ask you this uh, question. I, I think the one area of concern I have, because you and I are on the same page with these picks, the one yeah. area of concern I have, admittedly, is that I feel that uh, Kyle Shanahan is heads and, and shoulders above Nick Sirianni as a coach. I, I think Nick Sirianni is uh, enveloped with all kinds of talent around him. I think he's completely covered and shrouded with talent, and it makes him look good. I think Shanahan, flat out, is a great coach. I think he's a smart coach. He learned it all from his dad and his own experiences with great coaches around him in his early years in the league. And he moved around to the right types of jobs to get better and better and smarter and smarter along the way. I think he's the smartest coach in the NFL. I hate to admit it, but I think he's up here. And I think Sirianni's living off of all the talent around him. I don't think Sirianni, if Sirianni was coaching in Houston, he'd already be fired. Let me put it to you this way, Nick Sirianni. This is one of the things I really respect about him. They got off to a terrible start last season. He gave up play calling around midseason. They became the NFL's best rushing team. I've never seen right. this in 20 years of covering for football league. Hurts struggled mightily. They became a running team with Hurts as lead guy off of RPOs. And it's worked. It's worked ever since then. When they decide they want to run, you saw what they did last week. 269 yards on the ground for all, which is really not their game. They're more of a passing team. But when they decide to run, they ran for nearly 400 yards for all against the Packers several weeks ago. So this is going to be a fun game. Weather will not be a factor at all. I'm looking forward to this game. And you and I clearly agree. I like both teams. I like the, the, the Bengals to, to win outright, and I like the Eagles to, to, to cover that number. And I, I think you and I agree, the better team are the Eagles. But – Again, this is a fun football game against the two best teams. I'm so glad the two best teams in the NFC are going to play each other on Sunday afternoon. Yeah, we'll be on in-game live, all-access, Marenzi and I, for the game, three to six. I just wanted to tell people one quick story. So, A, Adam, for two reasons, is not allowed to go to Eagles tailgates before the games. He does the pregame show at a casino because, A, his wife is not having it with the stripper pole on top of the F-150. She's not having it. And then secondly, he wears $1,000 suits, and he will not be seen near all of those drunk, vomiting, loser lunatics in that kind of a suit. His wife and his clothing prohibits him from going to Eagles. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than a life policy. It's about the promise and the responsibility that comes with being a new parent. Being there day and night. And building a plan for tomorrow, today. For the ones you'll always look out for, trust Amica Life Insurance. Amica. Empathy is our best policy. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.
mafia has threatened me that I'd be remiss if I didn't mention on the Ferrella finish the uh, White Beater League news that has just been released. Uh, Masvidal, Gamebred, will return against Gilbert Burns at White Beater League 287 on April 8th and also at the White Beater League uh, 287. Alex Pereira will defend his title, middleweight champ, against the style bender. Israel Adesanya at Wife Beater League 287 should be an incredible event. Bring your wife and kids to the event. Uh, they'll be handing out free steroids for everyone as well that weekend. Also, uh, Clemson player Brevin Galloway underwent emergency surgery for an exploding package. My man's onions exploded. And I thought I had problems when I had the cord wrapped around my onion and was near death and was carried into the ER. My man Brevin had a full Calypso Bay explosion of his onions. He's not doing well today. Release of 64,000 gallons of untreated fecal matter. (laughs) The LA County beaches right there on the ocean shoreline. Nothing like a drive on the PCH with your darling. Hey, honey, <laughs> want to grab a quick dip in this beautiful ocean filled with fecal matter? James Dolan threatens to ban alcohol at upcoming Rangers and Knicks games amid a liquor board feud he's having in New York City. He did say he's not selling the Knicks or retiring ever. Texas man busted in the death of his DJ girlfriend in Columbia. The interesting note here is, is that he cut her up into pieces and put her in a suitcase. Oh, my God. Uh, North Carolina couple performed an exorcism on their child who later died from abuse. They thought that the child was Lucifer. (laughs) Colorado man plows his pickup truck through the Popo station in Grand Junction. You got to give the guy credit. That's a hell of a move. Drive right through the police station to get their attention. BTV is next. I'll see you tomorrow on Endgame Live at 12 weeks. Go to Pharrell and Events. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than a life policy. It's about the promise and the responsibility that comes with being a new parent. Being there day and night. And building a plan for tomorrow, today. For the ones you'll always look out for, trust Amica Life Insurance. Amica. Empathy is our best policy. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.